the reviews are in, and we're going to tell you what they are. He's Todd Vandenberg. I'm Rob Steele. And my question of the week is, why is there a Panera Bread commercial that features Walter White as the chef of Panera? Have you, have you seen this? I don't know if that's a purposeful thing or if he's a lookalike. <laughs> that's weird, though. Like, he's just at the beginning. If you watch any YouTube videos or anything and it comes up as, ooh, here's an ad and it's the Panera ad, watch the very beginning of it because the guy cutting the vegetables or whatever, it, it's Walter White from, what was the, uh, I've lost the name of the show now. Breaking I make crack in a basement something. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, thank you. Why? What? I don't, I don't get that. That's a true artisan sandwich. Exactly. That's that, that's that's the ad I'm talking about. I don't know. Anyway, that show hasn't been on in a while, but that kind of does lead into the first news story because we've got news on something that uh, I thought had been given up for dead. Back in 2016, for that was indeed a while ago, it was. Uh, they announced that they were going to be remaking the Highlander movie. Yes. And this week they announced that Henry Cavill has been attached to the to the project. Uh, no word yet on who he or his mustache are playing. <laughs> that that's the extent of it. I th- well, in in keeping with the grand tradition of casting, I hope he plays a Japanese character because that would make sense. I think that would probably work just as well as everything else. Yeah, seriously. You know who um, can play this Spanish guy? Let's get a Scotsman. That would be great. And for the Scot, let's get a French actor. Brilliant. But the Spanish guy who was played by a Scotsman was Egyptian. What the? Heck? No. Awesome movie, regardless. But I, I can't let go of the complete bizarre choices. Just. Make the Scottish guy a Scottish guy. Make the French guy a French guy. They're like, if you want the actors, fine. Don't try to... F- oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole thing is... It's a bit silly. But that leads into the next story, which... The more I see of the Loki promos, <laughs> the sillier it looks. And exactly. it's almost to the point that... it. Because I, I like things that occasionally will get silly. Uh, but there are times when you can go too silly. And too I'm slightly worried that Loki is going into the too silly category. So you, you're thinking this is going to be the, the Caddyshack of the Marvel Universe? I'm worried it's going to be the airplane. <laughs> Good point. More silly. There, there is a bit too far i mean there are times i love monty python usually every so often it just it it, even monty python goes too silly and i'm like yeah all right you lost me on this one so you're the graham chapman i probably am (laughs) all right which means oh oh, oh, crap that means i died several years ago yeah that's very sad which would explain the feeling in my neck um wow wow See to me, it, to me, Ant Man was the borderline silly film because they did a lot of silly stuff in in Ant Man. Ant Man, you kind of 
didn't have to, but I, I appreciated the fact that they went in that direction. I don't, you know, it's hard to tell, obviously, from trailers if they're accentuating the the goofiness just for the trailers, or if it's really going to be the tone. I'm perfectly fine either way if they go with that, um, because there's always silly bits with 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 Loki with the character because it fits. Cause oh yeah. He's a uh, if this turns into the airplane, I and it's well done, totally fine with that. I, I'm. I'm still just kind of like adjusting to Owen Wilson being in it because, oh, my God. Um, not that he can't be a fine actor, but but typically he's just in some really ludicrous things. So that alone makes me think, yeah, this is going to be their airplane. Do so, you remember the, uh, I think it was the 1999 version of The Haunting? Uh, Owen Wilson was in that. Well, Owen Wilson was in that, and I think a lot of people probably go back to that film who don't like Owen Wilson just to see him get beheaded in the chimney scene. Yeah, that movie is so bad. That is an <laughs> atrocity. I almost I almost broke into Nikki X language there. Yeah, that movie's awful. Um, and, and Owen Wilson is one of the bright spots of that movie. Jesus. I didn't think it was horrible, but yes, it certainly is no, he's not. better. He's, he's okay in that movie. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. If it turns into the airplane of the MCU, cool. If it turns into the airplane two, that's not good. Where uh, let's see, they'll have to update it. So Tim Duncan will be flying an airplane. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, let's see. That's enough of Marvel for this week. How about some DC news, of which there is a lot. It's not enough of Marvel, by the way. But yes, let's go to DC. Well, Oh, but what else do you have for Marvel? Oh, Drax is going to get recast at some point eventually because Dave is done. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, announced it on Ellen. For, for an interesting well, saw- reason, which is also done for, well, soon. Yeah, because he's thinking, you know, <clears throat> I'm going to be 56 by the time the next one comes out. I uh, can't go shirtless anymore, which is an interesting concession to age because, frankly, if I looked like Dave Bautista, I'd still be going shirtless when I'm... I would be going <laughs> naked if I looked like Dave Bautista. I'm 106, let alone 56, dude. But I, I totally get his, get his, his point. It makes, makes perfect sense. And I don't really think it's vanity. I think it's he feels it doesn't fit the character because it's going to be really tough to continue to be in that kind of shape to play Drax. So. I am curious to see if they go back to the original Drax now. That would be interesting. Uh, because Drax in the books was not kind of this bluish guy with lots of red. And I've never been able to figure out if it's tattoos or scars uh, on the Batista version. I think but in the, in the books, he was originally like, he, he looked like the Hulk, only skinnier and in a purple costume with a cape. And I'm not sure where, that was not a character I was ever really that into. So when the changeover happened, I missed it. I don't know if there was a reason for it or if it was just, ooh, a new artist is doing him and now he's blue. Oh, weird. Yeah. And and given, as we've said numerous times, Guardians of the Galaxy has always had like a constantly changing roster, like the Avengers. So, you know, if, if, they, if they're done with the character for a couple decades, that's okay. It, it fits it fits that. So. Yeah. But that will suck to, to lose him because he's... Awesome, Mr. X. He's so good. I, I will have to agree with that. Um, 
But, you know, so, something else that was really good that we both liked, and I am going over to the DC stuff now, Yeesh. was the Batman the Animated Series. Yes. And they announced this week that there is going to be a new Batman animated series called Batman Caped Crusader. However, it's not necessarily going to be a sequel series to Batman the Animated Series. If anything, it's going to be a prequel, provided it's related at all. It is, however, unlike the stuff that's happened after Batman the Animated Series, this one is going to be done by Bruce Timm. Oh, there's great news. Um, now, that uh, they released a poster of what it's going to look like. It looks like the original Batman, like the 1930s version. Very cool. Uh, with the big ears and everything. Uh, it looks very noir. I like the look. Uh, two other names that are attached as executive producers are J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves. <laughs> Interesting. And the big quote out of this is, the series will be thrilling, cinematic, and evocative of Batman's noir roots while diving deeper into the psychology of these iconic characters. I like that. Yep, I I'll think this is going to be a very interesting series. I'm looking forward to seeing what the, uh, the how the art actually does turn out, how the animation style is. Because um, they announced at the same time, there's going to be a new Superman series called My Adventures with Superman. And I have n very little interest in this. Um, just because I've, I, I, I don't like Superman as much as Batman. Same. But uh, at the same time, it just, that doesn't sound as interesting to me. Also agreed. It doesn't, it's, yeah. That sounds much more, and they are animated, so it's okay if they're targeted to children. Uh, but that definitely sounds more like it's targeted to oh. like young kids, is what it sounds no, like. No, no, that, that one I think is going to be the uh, 5 to 10 age group, with Batman being 10 and over. But if you want the under 5, it's going to be <clears throat> the new DC Super Pets film. <laughs> which features... Crypto the super dog, and beyond that, I'm like, what bat cow? I for there is such a thing. Um, the reason I think this was announced was because the crypto has been cast, he has a voice, that's good, and he's going to be done by the rock. Dwayne Johnson as the voice of crypto, I don't know why, that's but I, I suppose if you can get him, do it. But still. I'm sorry, but I have to say this because clearly he's going to be the alpha dog. Uh, uh, yeah. Had, had yeah. Sorry. That's why he cast the rock. That's weird, but I'm, that's it's like, oh, crypto's got to be the leader because crypto would be the leader. And yeah, of course, of course fine. Followed by Batcow and Green Lantern doesn't have a pet. But he can um, make the Flash Canary. No, that's... <laughs> Should have a Peregrine Falcon. Hopefully Ace. Batman's first Batman. Ace, Ace, Ace the Bat Dog. I'm, I'm there with that. Ace should be in there. Uh, but seriously, there is a Bat Cow, and I would like it to show up at some point just to go... Has to really. be. Has to be. <sighs> but other, other DC things that I'm not quite there with... Um... I've been seeing a lot of ads for something on Netflix that's coming soon called Sweet Tooth. 
with a lot of the the next generation of humans where they've all been blended with animals. And the main character is a little kid. He's blended with, I'm not sure if it's a deer or a moose or whatever. He's got antlers. Okay, fine. But I saw something on an ad this week that I was unaware of. And it said, based on the beloved DC comic. Now, I've actually collected DC comics for the past 10, 15 years or so. I've never heard of this before. Have you, did you know this was a comic book based thing? I did not. Maybe there's a separate line of DC comics called Beloved. Um, (laughs) Yeah, never heard of it before, which, you know, that's certainly okay. Uh, I've not seen any of the trailers for it. Uh, I I went out of my way to watch it and kind of went, oh, it's it's a thing. And that's about it. It definitely sounds like a DC take on anime is what it sounds like, for sure. It's live, live, though. This is a live action? Yeah. Oh, okay, wait, let's rephrase this. Is this live action like Disney thinks their latest movies are live action? Nope, this is... I do not remember any of the actors' names. Bob plays the main character, and it's Bob with antlers. Oh, real makeup. Interesting. So, sure, whatever. But if you want to go back to the animated stuff, uh, they have announced that after they come out with the uh, two-movie Long Halloween series, the next DC animated uh, feature is going to be Injustice. Yeah. Now... Injustice, I have read year one. I read part of year two, and I kind of stopped. And frankly, this is going to be, I think, the first DC animated film I'm probably going to skip. Not because the story isn't good. It is. Not because the art or the animation or anything. The reason I'm going to skip it is because it's really, 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 really Nikki X expletive inserted here. Dark. Yes, it is. Um, that is for sure. It's 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 very disturbing. I'm not exactly a fan of stuff that gets this dark. So, you know, um, I'll let Todd watch this one. That's it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> not, not that it's a spoiler for anyone, but the, the premise is that Superman goes bad. Is that, I mean, that's the easiest way to put it. That, that, that's the... Goes well, really, it's, really it's, bad. Do, I'm not sure that he does go bad. He just finally gets fed up. Well, I think when you start murdering people, yeah. you've gone bad. Well, it, it's, the, it's the reason, though. Yeah. Let's go ahead and give the reason and let people figure it out for themselves. The the reason behind it, in the first issue of the books, uh, the Joker has gotten a hold of uh, a variant of the Scarecrow's fear toxin, hits Superman with it, and Superman is basically tricked into, well, what Superman thinks he's doing is uh, killing Doomsday by taking him up into space and having, having him freeze and explode and everything that happens when you take bodies into space the thing is the gas superman with his typical stupidity yeah it's 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 not doomsday he's hallucinating it's actually lois and she was pregnant yep so after that superman snaps which i get 
it that does make sense and i can see that happening but at the same time it gets darker from there and uh no thanks yep um so superman and batman basically go to war over yeah. future of society so based on a video game which then they did a whole comic series on and it is extremely dark and lots of deaths and lots of death i think everybody dies at some point in this series it's, it's right and as far as i know i mean i haven't i've only read part of the series but i don't think any of them come back unlike the usual no. comic book things they're dead dead nope, they're and, dead, you know, dead. obviously this is an alternate timeline so it doesn't really matter blah 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 but yeah it's very dark and it's a very it's very gripping and interesting and you There's know a video game series if you want to play it because it, it the, the video game series is done like Mortal Kombat for a reason. Yeah. Very cool. So anyway, that's really dark. Brace yourselves. Um, although I was wondering, I mean, uh, one of the films I know you watched this week sounds like it could be dark. Is it this dark? Or is it just light dark? Actually, both or, of the films I watched this week were about that dark. Um, speaking of the DC Universe, Zack Snyder. Uh -oh did a DC Universe movie a few years ago and got it taken <laughs> from him. And then Joss Whedon stepped in and lightened it up and turned it into an absolute garbage fest because the two tones absolutely didn't work. And then Zack Snyder got his turn back and got his four-hour and four-minute version, which is tiresome. But... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Zack Snyder's first shot at redemption, Army of the Dead. So if several years ago, Zack Snyder dove into the Night of the Living Dead universe, did a remake of Day of the Dead, which is a really, really good movie. Might be his best movie. And so uh, he's continuing it with the Army of the Dead, which is out on Netflix. Came out Friday. It is uh, listed as a horror action adventure crime film. Totally works. Crime film? Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the premise is <clears throat> zombies have taken over Las Vegas. Las Vegas has been walled off. There was an incident the army. This ha all happens like in the first 10 minutes. They've captured an unknown thing, whatever. So they've captured it and they're transporting it. And there's an accident and it turns out it's a zombie and the zombie gets out. And the zombie starts turning other people into zombies and they go to Vegas. And then you don't see... The takeover of Vegas happened. It just happens. We move forward. Vegas has been walled off. Well, it happens that there's $200 million in sweet, sweet cash, sweet tooth illusion, in the vault of a casino. A particular businessman wants that $200 million and hires a team headed by Dave Bautista to go get that $200 million. Problem is, you got to get through the zombies to get it. So there's the crime aspect. Although, ah, does it really matter? Because ain't nobody going to go get that $200 million, but that's the crime aspect. So it's it's a zombie heist film movie. Uh, lots of really good zombie action. It, it has an interesting premise, and there's a lot of debate over whether we should have the slow shambling zombies, which are from are the original version, or the fast zombies. And this one has both, and it has a good premise for why there would be both. And so Dave takes his team in, and there's some strife within the team because it was not a good caper film unless there's strife within the team. And there are some deaths, 
like a lot. And there's lots of gore. Let's see, it's called, it's rated R for some sexual content, gore, language throughout, graphic nudity, and strong bloody violence. Yes, all of those things are in there. Um, this is a pretty good movie. It has a, a couple of sequences in it which are like, no, that no one on earth would do that because that's incredibly stupid. Uh, uh, a couple sequences like, yeah, you're in a helicopter. You can go up. That's why they're helicopters, not cars, idiot. But other <laughs> than that, other other than just you know, a couple just really massive stupid things because this will be more cool. I was like, dude, do a better job writing. And that falls on Mr. Snyder because he also at least is the co-author of the, the script. Really entertaining. So I was really glad to see that he's back on track. It's kind of like a 71 or 77, 71 slash critics, 77 user reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, which seems about right. I would say like three quarters of the people who watch this are really enjoy it. If you like zombie movies, you definitely should watch this movie. If you like Dave Bautista, you definitely should watch this movie because he has a few light parts to it. Mainly he's just the serious, more grunting type action hero. But he's really good in this. The whole cast is really good. If you like the comedian Tig Notaro, watch the movie. She's in it. She has a good role. Interesting thing is she was recast. The person playing the chopper pilot did some crappy real-life stuff. So they said, yeah, you're not in the movie anymore. Problem is, they already shot the movie. So they went back in, shot all of those scenes with the chopper pilot, put in Tignataro with a green screen. Bautista had a comment about it. said it was really weird because he's watching it. And he's like, yeah, that's really cool, except I never was there. <laughs> but... but she does an excellent job. She's kind of a comic relief. Um, she's more than that, but I mean, because it's kind of the biting, sarcastic type stuff. But really, she's she's very good in this. So overall, yeah, totally recommend Army of the Dead, and, and really glad to see Snyder is back on top because I was I was afraid this was going to just be awful, and it's not. You know, he has this dark tone, clearly. Uh, if you've seen any of his DC movies, yeah, that totally fits the zombie universe, dude. It totally fits some DC characters. So, good to see that, you know, with, with the exception of a few kind of like head-shaking, yeah, that's really stupid. But <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's free if you already have Netflix, and if you don't, I don't know that it's worth signing up for Netflix just for this, but... You know, there's a few other things you might see. So totally recommend Army of the Dead. Fun, yeah, my, very gory, but fun. My film's not on Netflix either, but I'll get to that. Uh, no, actually, I did have a Zack Snyder story that I contemplated putting in just for you, because sure. I know it was about another film that I knew you loved. Uh, <laughs> thanks to the uh, Justice League getting its Zack, uh, Zack Snyder cut, uh, there is supposedly going to be a Snyder cut version of Sucker Punch. Uh, we've already seen the Snyder Cut version of Sucker Punch. Jesus. No, 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 no. This is apparently another Snyder Cut version. And I saw that and went, gee, Todd's going to love it. No, he's not. Yeah, I, um, want, I want four hours of that crap fest so I can turn it off after 15 minutes again. There you go. How Actually, about we? I've seen the whole thing and it's, 
It's not cat's level awful, but it's close. It's close. We watch movies, so you don't have to. <clears throat> However, this one that I'm going to do, uh, no, it's not new. Yes, it's old, and it came up again because of something I watched. I even reviewed, I can't remember when, it was recently, uh, where I was watching Face Off. Not yeah. the John Travolta one, the sci-fi channel makeup show. And they keep harping on, uh, whenever they introduce the judges, one of them is V. Neal, who is very good. She's brilliant. And they keep saying, and she did the Oscar award-winning makeup on Beetlejuice. And I kept thinking, was the makeup in that really that good? So that's why I went back and watched it this week. That <laughs> and to introduce it uh, to my youngest child who had not seen it yet. Uh, she liked it, by the way. Of course she did. Uh, if for some reason you have never seen Beetlejuice, here's a short version of the story. Alan and Barbara Maitland. Oh, wait, you've got something. You were pointing at me. No, I was just saying you need to oh. watch it. If you haven't watched yes, it, you, need, you need to watch this. Just watch it and then come back and listen to the show. Uh, short version. Alan and Barbara Maitland die in a car wreck at the very beginning of the film. This takes place in the afterlife. Uh, The afterlife basically consists of them being stuck in their house, which would be nice if it weren't A, dusty and uncleanable, as the vacuum is in the garage, and B, the Dietzes move in. Now, two of the Dietzes are nice. The father, Charles, who's played by Jeffrey Jones, is awesome. And the daughter, Lydia, is played by Winona Ryder. And this is the first massive movie crush I ever had. Oh, my (laughs) God. Anyway... Charles' new wife, Delia, played by Catherine O'Hara, is a bit nuts and heavy into what I'm going to put in bunny rabbit quotes as modern art. At least I think it's supposed to be art. I can't really tell. (laughs) Anyway, for some reason with Delia comes Otho. Why? And because I frankly am not sure who he's supposed to. He's he's her decorator. What? And art person and this and that and uh, and he he's an annoyance is what he is it's hilarious he's and hilarious. i would love to have seen jeffrey jones just punch him in the face once at some point during the movie that doesn't happen that's not a spoiler though punched but uh anyway the maitlands want to haunt the house to scare the deetses away when that doesn't work they summon beetlejuice who's played brilliantly by michael keaton who is a bio exorcist to remove the humans from the house now, what has thrown me off is that Beetlejuice, and I don't really remember it being this way, is really kind of a small role. He's not in it nearly as much as you'd think he would would be, considering it's his name on the movie. So, weird. But, uh, you know, regardless, this film was heralded for its makeup, and I'm not knocking what was done. I think V. Neal did brilliant. But the makeup was, and I'm being a bit blunt here, and this is my opinion, I think it was a bit janky and cartoony. Now, this is a Tim Burton movie, so there's supposed to be a cartoony aspect to everything, I guess. I think that's the point. But at no point did I ever have my uh, disbelief suspended or whatever. Uh, I mean, the makeup was very well done. There were no, and I'm using face-off terms, and I just finished watching another episode again. There's no seams, there's no blank spots, and everyone looked the way they're supposed to. Kinda. Uh, There was, everyone who dies, kind of, you can tell how they died by looking at them. There's a guy who was run over with tire tracks across him. 
There's a guy who had his head shrunk. His head is still shrunk. Um, but they never really explained why the secretary, and I'm not going to explain who she is. You can figure this out for yourselves. She died by slitting her wrists, but for some reason she's green. Did, did you get that? I never understood that one. Yes, she just rotted. She, she's not something. She's green. The Maitlands drowned and they're still fine. Anyway. They found them and bombed them before they rotted. It was it was a very well done from a makeup perspective movie, but it wasn't realistic, which is what I usually associate with the good makeup jobs. And frankly, that's what they were trying to do on Face Off. Is it realistic? And most of the time they would go, no, that's not realistic. I don't think that and this and that and those things are wrong with it. Did you look at Beetlejuice? They're ghosts. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Anyway. A lot of these makeups would have been voted off a of face-off. That's all I'm going with. Anyway, regardless, this is a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, all three of my kids loved it. There's a whopping one F-bomb in it, which is amazing for a PG movie. Um, if I were to complain about anything with this film, it's the 1080p Blu-ray version, which I have, where they made a couple of Technical, well, I'm going to call them technical glitches. The music in this is turned up a little bit too high to where it drowns out, um, drowns out the, the 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 lines. You can't hear the actors anymore. This is not Danny Elfman's fault. I love the soundtrack to this, but it's turned up too much and you can't hear the dialogue. Thank you. There's the word I was looking for. Um, so I'm actually going to recommend the, the DVD instead of the Blu-ray, which is kind of weird. Uh, yes, it is on Prime Video and Google Play, Vudu, iTunes, Fandango now, but not on Netflix or Hulu, which is weird. Regardless, I would actually go ahead and splurge for the DVD because it, it's that kind of movie, the kind you want to have in a library somewhere and go, look how... Look how extensive my library is. I've got this spectacular... You know, it's kind of like having Moby Dick in your library of books. Indeed. You know, one of those great things that you want to have in the library. I'm putting Beetlejuice in that category. I would agree. Beetlejuice would, is one of those... I don't know. Would we go as high as 100 or 20? But definitely. If you have 100 movies, Beetlejuice better be one of them. I don't care if you don't, even, don't mean like comedies or you don't like supernatural stuff. Beetlejuice is awesome. I mean, it's not, it's not my favorite comedy of all time, but it's, it's up there. Michael Keaton is amazing in yeah. this movie. He's wonderful. And he's even better when you can hear his dialogue. So go with the, blue, go with the, go with the DVD over the yeah. Blu-ray. What a weird thing. It's like, you guys ever hear of quality control? <laughs> like, I have do- been noticing that a lot with uh, movies where I've got the DVD and the Blu-ray, of which there are several. And the Blu-ray looks prettier but they've screwed up the audio somehow so i don't know weird nolan was in charge of the sound production it's like he's he's got this fetish for it's like well if things would be difficult to hear i'm gonna make it difficult to hear for the audience it's like it's a movie dude let's let's tone down the realism it's like we want to know what's going on other than that beetlejuice by far the best recommendation of the day even though I really liked Army of the Dead, and even though I really liked my next movie called Antibodies. So, or as it's originally titled, 
Antikorper, because it's a German film. So this thing came out. <laughs> it just occurred to me, you, you've got a film called Antibodies. Yep. We've got a film about zombies and dead people. Now we're antibodies. This is the yep. Halloween episode. We're just doing it early. Yeah, apparently. Kind of weird. But Antibodies, so 2005. Uh, if you check out, and this is on Amazon Prime, if you check out the IMDb page for it, which I'm looking at right now, the first actor listed is Norman Reedus of Walking Dead fame. He ain't the star. He's just... <laughs> uh, I was surprised that Norman Reedus was in it because he's not German. Um, and obviously American actors can be in films from wherever, but it was just kind of like, huh, okay. He's he's just kind of a side character who shows up early and doesn't show up again. So if you're watching this because, oh, cool, yeah, don't don't watch it for that. But you should watch it because it is a very, very good film. It opens up. The cops are closing in on someone they think may be a serial killer. Well, he is because he's in the middle of killing someone as they close in on him. Uh, they manage to capture the guy, even though he briefly escapes and there's a cool little chase and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, they catch him. So he has murdered a dozen young boys because he's not really well in the head. Um, meanwhile, in a little town far away from the big city, they have had a tragedy of a young girl was kidnapped and found murdered in a very horrible way. And the local constable is still trying to figure out what what happened with the situation. And the whole town is in a bit of an uproar because they're concerned that crime hasn't been solved. Time has gone on. And they're putting a lot of pressure on him to figure out what happened. But in the meantime, they don't really want to cooperate with him in the ways he's using to try to figure it out. Well, once they capture this serial killer up in big town, he decides, well, I'm going to go in interview him because maybe he did it because it kind of fits his pattern. So he's, so it's kind of a cat and mouse game between the killer and this small town cop. And meanwhile, there's some issues going on with the son of this small town cop. Uh, first thing in first issue is he's wetting the bed. Now, if you wet the bed or you have a family member who's wetting the bed, it's, it's an issue and it can be dealt with. But in serial killer lore, that is one of the three hallmarks of an early sign of potential problems. No, it doesn't mean your child is going to be a serial killer. Be calm. But they have found that a lot of serial killers have had, and they point this out specifically in the film, that that is one of the hallmarks. Uh, torturing animals, another sign. Obviously, if you're torturing animals or you have someone who's torturing animals, that is a major problem. And then a third. So his son is, he's concerned his son may be showing these signs, and he's starting to think, oh, my God, maybe my son killed this girl. So you've got this going on, and you got the cat and mouse going on between him and the serial killer, trying to find out if the serial killer, because the serial killer knows some details about it, which he shouldn't know, except so he at least had to be there. And he's convinced that the serial killer did it. So the investigation goes on trying to figure out, can he prove that he did it? Et cetera, et cetera. Really good suspense film. Really good performances, including by Norman Reedus, although doesn't really matter because he doesn't really have anything to do with the plot. But enjoy him while he lasts. 
Um, <laughs> very good flick. And one of the lovely things about modern technology is if you want to watch it in English, go ahead. If you want to watch it in German with English subtitles, go ahead. It's one of the cool things. one of the things I really like about Netflix is in some movies, you can watch it and you would have to be able to speak a lot of languages, but you might be able to watch it in like 14 or 15 different languages or watch it in whatever language you want and have subtitles in a million different languages. Very, very cool technology. And yes, that's on Blu-rays as well, of course. But Antibodies, very good film. Uh, listed as crime drama horror, which is accurate. I really enjoyed it. It's graphic because serial killer movies tend to be that way. Um, but totally enjoyed it. And like I said, there it is on Amazon Prime for you. If you have Amazon Prime, and if you don't, go ahead and get a free trial for 30 days and watch antibodies and buy some stuff and get free shipping and then cancel. You rude person. <laughs> so let's see, three movies this week, and we liked all three of them. And one yeah. of them can, is even kid-friendly. Indeed. Only one of them. Only one of them. Do not sit down with, you know, if your kids are like 30, yeah, watch Army of the Dead with them, but yeah, not little kids. Hey, that is not a kid-friendly film. No, no, don't do that. Uh, something else that you should do, though, because, you know, COVID still exists. And even though they got rid of the mask mandate, continue to wear your mask. It's not completely safe yet. Go get your vaccination shots. Those are good for you. Just stay home and watch a movie. Captain, we're losing power in the warp engines. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, and on that unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end. I am very disappointed. Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, He's gone. My clunky.